Let's uh, let's go ahead and get started here. Uh, we have a couple guests tonight on this evening's pre-pod. I feel like I never start pre-pod, so this is all new to me. Anyway, <laughs> we have the lovely cast of the Lost Mountain Saga joining us this evening. Uh, let's let's just go down the line, everybody. Um, we have the fantastic game master, uh, Miss Eleanor DiLorenzo. She is joining <laughs> us, which is just bonkers, from uh, from New York. Sweden. Oh. Okay. <laughs> well, Liar! No. Okay. You, you, we went over this before. You said you were in New that's York. Right, that's right, but I thought you meant ethnicity, but never mind. No, no, no. We, we don't have to With go there. roots in Sweden. I'm sure we will talk about that a little bit this evening. Um, but no, um, Eleanor, you are a chef. You are a streamer. You are a... Forza, race car driver, from uh, what yep. your description here says. Is is that yep. all correct? All okay, those great. things. Perfect. Especially chef. <laughs> and chef. I saw... Hey, I saw those uh, cinnamon bun videos that you yeah, uh, kicked sure, off. Sure, sure. Yeah. Delicious. <laughs> Perfect. Yep. Sydney Emanuel. That also joining us. Hi. Thank you. Which is just... I mean, we got the sh- short film guru here. Uh, recently, Princess Cut, right? Yeah. Did Most you, recent Nesting did you, Dolls. Did you Google me? So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I knew How this do you know? This out. is incredible. I knew this was going to come out. And Eleanor, I think you tweeted today, which uh, which one of you guys did this when you type your name on Google? Husband and age is the first thing to come up. Mm-hmm. And I had mm-hmm. done that yesterday, but I, I didn't look up your husband. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but I did notice that that was the top. I don't know why that was the top. Yeah, anyway. I don't know either. <laughs> it was me. People are thirsty. It was me. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's constantly. It's Anne. It's because you just researching that phrase over and over again. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. Once a day, uh, twice on Sundays. <laughs> uh, Sydney, you are a Twitter mastermind. And I also said that I wasn't going to say this, but now that I'm all jazzed up on coffee, I have to. I've never, Chance and I talk about Sydney's Twitter account like it's a baseball pastime. Like, what? <laughs> how? How do those tweets generate? Like, hmm. that has got to be some autofill, just pumps them out. Like, yeah, anyway, that's how, that's how my brain works. It, it's like auto. It's like autofill on the iPhone. I have a thought, and then it just trails off into like a Joe Biden esque uh, speech, and that's every tweet that I put out there. Uh, but thank you, thank Tremendous. you for the highest of compliments. Thank Absolutely, you. no, wonderful. And then Anne Richmond. Okay, and we were just talking about this. True, Hearth Singer, Hearth. That's it. Yeah, Hearth Singer, like like Can't a hearth chance, like Hearth and I said home. Hearth. I googled it. I googled and listened to the yeah. pronunciation guide thing. So, well, that's nice. Yeah, and that's you me. have been doing everything from singing <laughs> to video games to running a one shot for the folks over at Glass Cannon recently for their fifth edition, which mm-hmm. was dope, fantastic. No, oh, thank you so much. So. And um, I mean, you're also doing Star Found, right? Yeah, yeah. So I, you're right. I do do everything. You do and do it's everything. It's only through hearing other people describe me that I can truly feel fulfilled in life. <laughs> uh, no, it's 
it's nice to hear somebody else say it for once. Um, no, really though, I, I focus a lot on creating content on Twitch and YouTube and uh, building a community around tabletop games primarily, but I play a little video games, a little bit of video games as a treat uh, also as well. <laughs> so yeah, that's, that's what I've been doing uh, at least this year. And <laughs> yeah, and, uh, and I've been recording uh, Recording Starfound for about two years, which is a Starfinder actual play show. Yeah. Tremendous. Well, there's nice. the crew, and there's Chance, me, and Silas, but who cares? <laughs> the The biggest connecting tie that we're going to be focusing on tonight is the... I mean, it's not brand spanking new, but it's new, right? I would say it's new. Vassin, um, the, the... I mean, the game's brand new, too, so... Uh, probably the first, I can't say that. I'm going to have to snip this later. <laughs> One of the first Vassin <laughs> RPG uh, podcasts out there. The Lost Mountain Saga. We, yes. have, we have the prologue, the first three episodes, now out on freaking everywhere. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, anywhere that you get your podcasts from what I found. Um, and... Uh, I believe, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I first day drop was like 500 downloads in the first uh, 10 minutes. Is, nice. is that what it was? <laughs> wow. Oh, um, yeah, we, yeah, I, ha I mean, I haven't really been on, um, I haven't paid for the subscription plan where I can see analytics. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, I refuse to, but, um, well, but I've seen like, yeah, we've, we've, uh, we're up, uh, over 10,000, um, downloads now, oh, uh, for the first three. Holy shit. Uh, and I haven't checked in a month. Nice. So sorry. Can I swear? I don't know. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh my God. Yes, 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 yes. Bleep, bleep, bleep. <laughs> please, please swear. Um, <laughs> but we yeah, swear. and we've, and we've been able to regain some of the audience, but we've like, you know, I think, you know, the first episode people check you out. Mm. Uh, you have your mom mm -hmm. and dad also downloaded <laughs> who doesn't give a shit about it at all yeah. and so they will not listen to anything else um, and uh, but then you know it's kind of goes down a little bit so but hopefully we'll be able to uh, have some 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 audience left that wants to hang out with us in this imagined <laughs> world sure <laughs> no so and you guys are playing um, Vassin the RPG and I guess the very first thing when you listen to the first the first episode, we're, we're going to do our best to not spoil anything, by the way. We want to get people to listen, by the way. Not going to tell people that players die on whoa, the end of the whoa, first episode. Whoa, which, whoa, which, whoa, they, whoa, which they do. Yeah. Yeah. Inside. <laughs> you said you the, wouldn't spoil. Um, you'd mention it kind of just like at the beginning that... Uh, being from Sweden, so now we can talk about this, and having a game that takes place in this, and I don't want to say Lovecraftian, because it's not Lovecraftian, ah, it's kind of that, but it's it's a Swedish folklore in the 1800s kind of vibe, and yeah. I know that somebody who's been really attached to TTRPGs and then also into digital games, how does it feel to kind of have this game set in your backyard? And for players, for you guys too, what is it like to play in this kind of Realm. In Ellie's you mind know, palace, <laughs> mind palace. It's dark. Yeah, and what's it like poking around? And in you there? can't get out. It's scary. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, woo. 
Uh, yeah, it's it's uh, it's terrifying in there. I highly recommend it. If you can, if you can pick one up, go go pick it up at your earliest convenience. Uh, and, yeah, and stores Ellie's now near you. Ellie's Mind Palace. Yeah, two for one. Yeah. Um, well, but it is um, the reason why I was intrigued by the uh, the system was because it's set in my, not only in Sweden but also in my hometown, um, Uppsala. Uh, and not that I'm like describing nice. an actual Sweden, <laughs> I'm making it so much cooler <laughs> than the reality. Um, but, um, but I think, yeah, that, 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 that was really something that made me like, oh my God, I need to try this. But I would say, um, I would say like the system is a mix of, uh, Sherlock Holmes, Witcher, um, finding out mysteries and then embedded in all of that is um is nordic mythology and and all, frankly they're they're borrowing a lot from other mythologies and other other creatures from the world so you can technically set it anywhere you want mm -hmm. uh, they give you tools for that too like if you want to set it in america if you want to set it in australia uh you know you can do that or on mars <laughs> no don't do mars <laughs> there's nothing cool there <laughs> <laughs> but yeah but that yeah that was cool and then i i invited sydney and Anne uh, because they're americans and i wanted to give them a little experience that they wouldn't forget <laughs> ever and i did y you did it good job and i i'm curious what sydney thinks but my very basic like first response when people ask me what it's like to you know to play with ellie at the at the head of the table is just that you know ellie makes a joke out of being chaotic and a, and a spaz on her Twitch and like in other uh, games that she plays online. But the confidence, like the step on me energy uh, that radiates <laughs> from the head of the table is palpable. Uh, no, but it's it's also, I mean, I'm, I'm joking, but really it's a joy to watch somebody step into something that you know is kind of new for them to share in this kind of public way and just like really own it and that's awesome mm. um and I've, this is not the first time she's hearing us say this but uh, I'll, I'll keep saying it uh and and i just i just feel really blessed that we got to have that experience with with ellie and that we got to play this game that is so steeped in, you know, what are essentially Ellie's roots and get such a personal experience. Totally. I would, I mean, I agree hundred percent. Ellie's a badass GM. It's super fun to play with her. And like, I play alongside you like on Androids and Aliens, which is totally a different vibe, like different show entirely, different vibe entirely, different chemistry at the table. Um, I think having our small group is nice too. Just, you know, two play. It's kind of wild. I've never played uh, a tabletop RPG with just two players uh, and a single GM. Um, but it, for this for this game specifically in this system, it works out perfectly. Like it's it's great. I'm having a blast doing it that way. Um, but yeah, I agree with Anne too. Like having a true Swede at the table, uh, a true European uh, is also extremely helpful because I think playing Bassett has made me realize that as an American, we don't know fuck all about Europe. No. <laughs> like, like I made my character mm -hmm. from Ireland and then I was like, hmm, if anyone asks me any question about Ireland <laughs> other than what I wrote on my paper, I don't have an answer. Like, I don't fucking know. <laughs> like, how did I get to Sweden? Tr tr uh, train? 
Like, can I Question take a train <laughs> from <laughs> Ireland? Trains, yeah. I'm like, how far is it? Is it up? I'm like, I don't know. Uh, so it's nice to have Ellie there. So when I say something stupid, she's like, actually, uh, you're talking about hungry, you fucking dumbass. And I'm like, oh, you're right. Okay. Thank you're you. right. That is true. Yeah, no, yeah. All, all Europe is the same to us. We, we only have a little history here in the States. So it's nice to have Ellie to house an incredible amount of historical information and that yeah, small and, well, and the time period head. the time period yeah. is a sick like era to play too i don't think you get that that often you either get like you know medieval the bubonic plague and there's like you know gas lanterns and torches and that's your dungeon world in D&D. But this is like this very in-between era of there's trains, yeah, and there's like there's technology, it's the real world, but also there's like this very deep folklore that people still kind of believe in and if you talk to the right person, you know, they are like super knowledgeable about this and you've talked to the wrong person, they're like you're crazy and you need to go to like the insane asylum. <laughs> so, it's very like I don't know, it's um like you said the Sherlock Holmes uh aspect of it I think is is super fun. Uh like we could get arrested. It hasn't happened yet in the game, but it, I'm sure Ellie would be just oh, itching to throw us in jail. <laughs> oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, I can't wait. Mm. I can't wait. Yeah. No, I think that's tremendous. I I think uh, yeah, we've got, even gotten, you know, when you first start listening, um, it, there's so much like introduction to uh, kind of the, the culture of the time, right? You guys have a lot of, um, uh, and now I can't think of it because I'm an idiot, but uh, you mentioned the like cafe, like what's the, what's the yeah. break? What's the yeah. word you use for like, we're going to have a oh. break. What is that? Tell me. Fika. 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 Yes. Yes. Yeah. Fika. And even God that is Fika. just like. <laughs> and even that is just uh, like a fun, like you just get so much of that, you know, mixed in with the the actual, you know, what's happening in the, the game itself, what's happening amongst the, the characters. You're getting this kind of like, I, I feel like in my mind's eye, it tastes so much different than um, your typical like Starfinder Pathfinder, sure. Dungeons and Dragons, oh, you know, yeah. it's not the, like like you said, uh, Sydney, like the the feel of you know bubonic plague, like medieval times when we have swords. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Well, no, the other thing, I'm gonna say, oh, wow. go ahead, go ahead. No, I was just gonna say, you guys were giving me like Ellie knows so much about Europe and Swedish <laughs> culture, and I'm like, oh, I hope no Swede is listening to this because <laughs> they're gonna be like, she knows nothing about history. Idiot. She fucked up so much, and also I, you know. I can relate um, to, you know, I don't even, I don't know, you know, I don't know the states, like where the states are always in, in America and like, uh, we don't either, what the words are and like, <laughs> there are one million references I always miss, which always becomes a joke because then I sit, sit there and I'm like, you know, what's, what's a horn dog? And, you know, I'm thinking <laughs> no. it's a corn, corn dog, <laughs> but it's not. You're like, I've had those before at state fairs. They're delicious. <laughs> Yeah. Have I wonder off. if they're made from corn. <laughs> uh, no, I think one of the things about this particular setting, though, uh, and the and the historical significance of it that for me uh, was exciting was to, and this certainly wouldn't be for everybody, but for me, I wanted to dig into what is it to be an intelligent, smart woman in a time where you're not really uh, recognized for those aspects of your personality. Um, and I think Ellie 
Ellie warned me. She was like, just so you know, you're going to hate it. Um, I was like, I know. That's why I'm doing it. Because if it's not PTSD and D, was I even playing? That's how I feel at all times. Um, so the worst experience I can give myself, the most frustrated I can be, that's what I want to be usually. Um, but uh, I, I really enjoyed that aspect of it because... I tend to be very vocal at my tables. I tend to play a lot of like charisma casters and faces of groups is just what I enjoy. And which is not to say that Astrid is a bookworm who doesn't talk to anybody, but I had to figure out different ways to interact with people that I wouldn't necessarily have gone for if I could just talk to everybody and have them accept what I was saying to them. And I think you get to see a little bit of that in these first three episodes. Uh, and it also makes the relationship between uh, Henrik and Astrid more uh, interesting because they can talk to each other. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so hot. And All right, easy, Ellie, easy. <laughs> Sorry. Enough, enough friend fiction, okay? Our, our <laughs> podcast, Ellie, has to pass the Bechtel test. Like, yeah. we're three women. Oh, we right. can't right. fuck that up for our own <laughs> podcast. <laughs> if, we, if we make it a love story between Anne and Mai's character, yeah. we're going to fuck the whole thing up. Uh, oh, yeah. I don't know. Unless, I'm fine with unless, it. Unless... <laughs> I don't know. I'm kind of into it. I don't know. Yeah. I just wanted Will to play. Will they? Won't they? And I think like opposite to you, you're like, I'm going to play a strong, intelligent woman. I was like, I want to play a hot dude. I want to play a hot guy who everyone thinks is hot. Like, would yeah. that be Challenge fun? accepted. Yeah. yeah. Like walk through the world and just be like, I kind of get what I want. I'm a good looking guy and I'm uh, okay. I'm not a dick, but I'm not like the nicest man. But I did. I will say. I did want to play a man and I did want to play um, a sensitive guy, someone mm -hmm. who wasn't just like a brawler, you know, fighter type. I, I specifically picked his archetype so that he wasn't that strong, um, but he uh, cares very deeply. And I think in a time too, where it's like the men are the providers and you know, whatever, I wanted to play a dude who was like, well, I don't know, like I'm, trying to figure out my life and my place in the world. And I'm a sensitive human being just like anybody else. So I think that's why our characters also have got on for the first three episodes so well, because mm -hmm. they connect in that where they're just like, we're trying to figure it out. Um, and the world is yeah. also so chaotic for us that we've now been bonded through. Yeah, uh, now we must hold horrible. to this buoy in the d troubled waters in the middle yeah. of the ocean. No spoilers, uh, but it, it gets so, it gets yeah. so bad. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Not in terms of quality, experience. No. no. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I think my, that's. Oh, go ahead, Silas. Sorry. Was it, my my big question that I I had um, for you all was mm -hmm. about your, which is kind of what you've been talking about a little bit. Was was what was it like, and what was your inspiration for creating? characters in in like in a very real world setting i mean you know there's like the fantasy side of it but it's a real time period in a real place uh, and and i was very curious to see kind of what like did you have like inspiration from like other characters in more like historical literature or stuff like that or or was there a like what were the the like the points you wanted to hit and things like that in the world too not even just your characters 
I think for Henrik, um, I listen to a lot of Myths and Legends, which is a great podcast if people know it. And I love yeah. reading about mythology. And I read King Arthur during quarantine because I was like, should do this. I should just read King Arthur. Um, so I, I think I pulled him from like a lot of the uh, central male characters in mythology who kind of like go on a quest or like go to do something, but they're bad at it. Like they just have to, you know, figure out how to do it. Uh, and even Sherlock Holmes, I totally, totally stole from Sherlock Holmes. I think I gave Henrik like knuckle busters and I was like, yeah, he's just like, he's in the alleys. Like he's not a fighter, but if somebody fucks mm -hmm. with him, he just reaches into his pocket and like decks him in the face, Robert Downey Jr. You know, style. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so I definitely pulled from, from that era of uh, real, real people, so to speak. Mm -hmm. um, and then also backstory wise, Ellie, I did, I feel like you were the one who told us to kind of go in with our backstory and gave us the room to grow our characters that way. And that helped immensely because then he became real. Then I was like, he's from here. He's got this family, this upbringing. You know, he went to school here and I kind of had this whole thing laid out. Will it ever come out in the game? Who knows? That's the whole point of backstories. Maybe, maybe it never comes out. And I feel like it usually doesn't. But for me, <laughs> it helps to just ground and solidify him as a real human being. And then he happens to be in a fantastical world. Yeah, yeah. I think for me, I wasn't so much focused on real historical people so much as I was focused on the stories of the people that you don't hear from because they're wives right. and mothers and, you know, they're, they're heroes too, uh, but we didn't get to hear their stories. And so I wanted to play someone who is very, I play a lot of like paladins and monks lately. And like, I wanted to play someone high femme. Um, as mm -hmm. far as like that sort of side of myself that I don't explore a lot um, and just covered in ruffles and silk, uh, but who uses that as its own kind of weapon and device, who understands the power that that is uh, to be invisible when you need to be and to be seen when you need to be. And so that's sort of where my inspiration mostly came from, but I'm gonna be really honest with you. I sort of just stole my, okay, I'm gonna say some things right now and I, you're all gonna judge me and it's okay because this is a safe space for me. Uh, <laughs> but I used to do a lot of text role-playing in World of Warcraft and I had this warlock. Uh, she was a blood elf and her name was Narcissa Sundweller. And right. I was obsessed with the fact that she was super into fashion and design and uh, nobody in her, like in our role play guild, like none of the other characters ever took her seriously, but she was always there with the answer to whatever the puzzle was that we were trying to, we would set up these like vast, oh. crazy storylines. Mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's intense. Like how many hours a day we did. This is why I can't play world of Warcraft anymore. <laughs> Anyways. But, um, but yeah, we would set up these like, you know, big puzzles to solve with each other by the end of our sort of arcs. And I always appreciated that like Narcissa's, uh, focus was always like proving people wrong. Like it was be, it was frustrating. It was being invisible because people saw her as the bit character and the comedian, which I think mm -hmm. is something that I get in my actual real life. So I was like, I'm just going to work through this right now. Uh, and so that's, that's something that I wanted to work with again in this character. I've kind of been shying away from it for a long time at the table. Um, and so mm -hmm. I wanted to sort of bring that in and play with it now that I think I have something to say to the people. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah. Too bad you're gonna Thanks. die. <laughs> <laughs> like, she's just, she's I'm glad just you love this so up. much. <laughs> she's yeah. just taking notes, just ways yeah. to crush you. <laughs> yeah. And I, I, I love that. I would say, you know, Eleanor, to loop you into this, you know, character combo, mm. you've designed some very period appropriate characters, and it's given, <laughs> yeah, it's given Henrik and. Um, Dang it! What's your name, Anne? Her name Astrid. is Astrid Nieberg. Oh, because you've, you've said Anne Richmond, I feel like more times than Astrid. Like, Anne Richmond's feeling this way by um, my book. Uh, but yeah, it's it's given it's given you guys so many opportunities. You know, and not to dive too into it, uh, too much into it. You have to go listen mm-hmm. to the show, everyone. Listening. Yeah. Um, but Henrik is Sydney. You even mentioned it a few times. Just like. He's not going to be this 2020 version of a person. He's going to mm-hmm. be back in the period. So mm-hmm. he's more interested in the knowledge behind things. And uh, Astrid is having to, like, exactly like what you said, just, like, deal with the world around her and knows when to be loud and knows when to be quiet. And Eleanor, I mean, you've pulled really no punches creating characters to test them to their limits. What yeah. Was that something that you built Initially, going into this, did you guys have character sheets in her hand before you started writing, or did this just wonderfully happen? <laughs> uh, no, I. So I, I think I had a very specific, and th- that's obviously a challenge for anyone who wants to GM. That um, you, I think a lot of GMs have an idea of how they want the game to go, uh, and then it's hard to. Like, it's like, oh, if it doesn't happen like this, then I'm going to be disappointed, you know? Um, but so I had an original idea, uh, but then I was like, now I need to pull in Sydney's and Anne's ideas to this. Otherwise, I'll get so... <laughs> it will be like a one-woman show, me just telling a story. <laughs> they are staring at me the entire time. Um, but um, so but when, so when they sent me their character stories, I was like, that's all, you know, this is great, but also... Uh, insert this person into your life make that person mean something to you Mm. Um, or like can we make this little adjustment Mm -hmm. there so because I already knew the story I wanted to tell Uh, and then in terms of characters around these two people um, I knew that I wanted some uh, comedic characters just to you know lighten up the mood a little bit Uh, but then you know some characters that I wanted to be like this is more so the story I want to tell of like um yeah like 18th 18th wait it's 19th century never mind i always mess so up so i mean the 1800s yeah uh, <laughs> um of like and yeah i i don't want to cr- i don't want to create a false narrative because it's interesting to play in in a real narrative like that even though it sucks if you happen to be a woman or whatever minority in that day and age um but it's in that sense it was fun to also find to use Anne and Sydney because I knew that they would be able to as actors uh, play with that and not come in and be like well I'm gonna be a Xenia warrior princess and I'm gonna <laughs> kill any man that says anything wrong you know like that's that's not the story I wanted to tell you know I wanted to have this little pride and prejudice drama going on with you know a bunch of other influences so yeah that was fun and I That's think what awesome. what Ellie did really well in that instance was she kind of like 
set the tone. And I think that's something a lot of GMs can take from is like, if you have, it's, it's as much serving your players and what they want and don't want to experience at the table as it is being like, Hey, this is the story I want to tell. It has this tone, these kind of facets to it. Is that something you would be interested or not be interested in? Cause you know, there are people who are going to want, who are going to get there and be like, dude, I have to deal with like, white male privilege every day like Fake i don't want to do it deal with it at the table you know and that's valid that's totally valid yeah, totally. Um, it was my fantasy to deal with it no i'm kidding uh, it's it's totally not um no but uh, but yeah so i think i think for some people this might not be like the the story we told as a player it might not be f for them or their thing and i get that but that's why there are different tables for everybody and different games and styles for everybody and like we also like to laugh and have a bit of fun so even though it's kind of like a dark a darker tone um you know i don't think we want to sacrifice like the the vibes as so to speak right <laughs> i also that. i yeah. also want to say i think in the beginning we oh no go, go sorry, ahead Ellie. no 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 please no i was just gonna say quickly like in the beginning i think we couldn't like i think it's an hour that i cut out of just us like trying to start the game yeah. and then like oh, but here's my joke yeah yeah <laughs> like sorry well, it's too much I was, I was about to say though ellie you i don't think i've ever told you this too but you are really really good too in the moment of allowing me and Anne to like explore with our characters saying we want to do this in town and we want to do this and like you'd allow us to do it but keep it contained i feel like when i gm from my limited experience i would like want to please the character and please the story so i would like create mm -hmm. characters on the spot to like fill in the gaps but then you have this like weird pool of random people you've created that do not matter and that like confuses the audience even more so i think especially from a podcast point of view you made these really memorable characters like the librarian when we like forced you to go <laughs> to the library <laughs> and I don't think that you had that down maybe it was in your notes I don't know it wasn't okay but you made this like hilarious librarian who you know was there for a moment and she played her part but like you made her memorable in a way that was really yeah. fun for the players and then for the audience too they'll they will they will not forget the library scene I don't think isn't um, it always that way though where you as a GM, what you just described my every moment as a GM at the table where you're like, you walk into a marketplace, you see the store you're looking for and they're like, yeah, but it's a market. What else is there? And then <laughs> as if on like the fumes of a creative high, I'm like, there's a gnome in the corner with a rad mohawk. And I'm like, why did I say it? Why did uh, I say these things? This it. needs to be Silent Hill where everything else just fades to the background if it's yep. not important. Just yep. go to the objective. But I can't do it. And then they're like, I want to talk to the gnome. And I'm like, all right, travelers, come on in. Like, I'm like, why did I make this guy interested? And now they're suddenly telling a story about, like, helping him put on a one act in his cousin's tavern. And it's all my fault. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a problem. And, and, and we spent a whole hour like writing down post session, oh, like all the characters I made, and like, oh wait, what was the name of that guy? What yeah. was his voice sound like? Because yeah. I don't remember. Literally, yeah. the last the last session that I DM'd for my five E uh, group, who's great, and we have a lot of fun, and it's such a joke group. It would never work as a po proper podcast. It's too chaotic. But uh, <laughs> I jokingly like I was like, oh, the shop owner for this random, you know, magic whatever shop is a fairy, and like one of my characters talked to her about the Feywild and they like had a conversation and he was like yeah how would we get to the Feywilds and I was like oh no oh no oh no 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 <laughs> and now 
the entire campaign is derailed and they are like so focused on getting to the Feywilds. They keep visiting this fairy named Tiffany, who I made her voice way too high that I can't do every session. <laughs> yeah, <no. laughs> and it's yeah. the same thing where I'm like, why did I make her a fairy? She literally could have been a human, could have been a human with a broom. They wouldn't have fucked with her at all. Like, yeah. like just like a pregnant woman in a corner. Like <laughs> nobody is going to talk to that NPC. Nope. Like, <laughs> That's, that's terrible. I'm gonna yeah. make more characters. Uh, I know. I was like, <laughs> I was like, actually, really that's the most problematic thing I've ever said, and I'm gonna rethink my life. Um, <laughs> but like, in it's the world we live in, like, that's not a person your adventurer is gonna be like. Hello, <laughs> pregnant woman. I see you have spawn. Yeah. Like, it's just it's different. Like, like, it's a different situation. Yeah, put a put a menstruating woman in the corner. <laughs> like, never talk yeah, about exactly. <laughs> And travelers, you see at the back of the tavern, a woman in heat. Um, do you want to go up to her? Like, you could put Aragorn in the corner for your party as much as you want, hoping they'll talk to him. But, like, if you have one pink-haired person... Best with like a tattoo, they're like, "That's the girl, the lucky girl I'm going to marry." Like it's like, <laughs> campaign over. So, yeah. Yep. I feel like the 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 cop out is like everyone in the tavern is blackout drunk and asleep at their table. I go tap them on the shoulder. <laughs> nope, they're blackout drunk. They they're out. They're, they're dead. Coherent. <laughs> they're dead. They're all dead. Time stops. To that guy, wouldn't you know it? You. He's passed out. <laughs> He cannot be woken up. She cannot be woken up. When you know it, they're dead. They're dead, actually. Yeah. So. Inside and out. Yeah. Dead ass. Everyone in the tavern. Dead ass. Everyone. Dead ass. <laughs> well, where else can we go? There's one awake person, and time has stopped just, until just you speak to him. Yeah. And they're the only person in this town who can drive the plot forward. So. Uh, yeah. His, his name your is thumbs Strider. Or play the go game. speak to him. I gotta, I gotta start doing like NPC VO uh, from video games where like after three times of talking to the person they just <laughs> yeah. rotate back yeah. through. Just, just, yeah. That's amazing yeah. Is this your first actually. time here? Yep. To this town. <laughs> Uh, tricks of the trade. Oh. Somebody's got to. You guys got to write down a list of everything you do when you uh, DM to just get your yeah. characters to like focus on the fucking story. Yeah. I would love. Yeah. I would love to hear from you guys. <laughs> yeah. Chance, was there a question you had? I have been mm -hmm. every time you've opened your mouth, I've been like, nope, my turn. Oh. Um, <laughs> Sit down. Yeah, I had a question about um, the characters, but Silas pretty much like killed it um, with that. So. <laughs> Um, I, I, okay, chance. It's okay. uh, I, Just in kind of the DM for our group, I've been the forever DM for my friend group for like eight years. So, yeah. uh, I'm actually, we, we are playing our first, uh, Starfinder game. We're starting a little Starfinder game and uh, it's so the first excited. time I've going to be a player of like, <gasps> in like eight years. So I'm very excited. Ooh, that's um, exciting. but, but as, as the DM, um, I, I guess I'm curious uh, for Ellie. Uh, I guess we've talked a lot about the present and this like prologue three episodes. I'm very excited to see where you're going to take this story. And so is there mm. anything you can tell us and our listeners about where the story's going? Any like, like we, we've already talked about like big themes that you've already kind of tackled uh, with like women in this time period, but is there any like settings or any any monsters in particular that you are excited to write into existence in the rest of your campaign? 
Um, well, I can say that this prologue already includes a couple of hints for the main story. Um, but perhaps one would have to... I think my, my dream would be for people to listen to the whole thing and then like, <gasps> she mentioned it in the first episode, mm. you know? Uh, because, But I, I think what will actually happen is that Anne will figure it out in the first or the fourth episode and be like, this is the plot, right? And then it's like, okay, well. Thanks for joining us on this four-episode series. Here's the deal. I like to do what's called broad-sweeping accusations. And my... My brain just starts putting stuff together, my storytelling brain, and then if I think my character would do that, then it then it comes out. And so many times it is wrong, but man, that one time you figure out something early Feels and so your good. DM is like, damn it. And you're like, yes, I yes. am smart. Uh, it's what and, I live for. And I'm so bad at lying as well. Like I can't if you if you like nail something, I won't be like, well, we'll see. I'll be like you know, start fl- blushing and be like, "No, you're you're wrong." You know? <laughs> Silas just yeah. did that to us. I, did. I I had some old man who was actually a shapeshifter. He was the boss, and Silas was like, "I'm gonna this guy. Is he is he the secret boss?" And I was like, <laughs> "First time we met, no, this is just, just a funny old man." So I'm gonna pretend like he's the boss. You around. Yeah, <laughs> and then and then it turned out that he was the boss, and I gave him like a hero point for you know getting it right. Point yeah, I was, oh, well, I was I was sweating. I was sweating. Yeah, but I wanted to just like something I'm excited about. So um, the way the format for the first season is going to work uh, and we're, by the way, recording um, uh, so, uh, the f- first four episodes in December to be released in January. Um, and what we're doing um, uh, is we have like um, a plot mythology arc and then it's going to be uh, some monsters of the week um, arcs as well. And we will be bringing in guests for that. Um, we already have nice. a couple of people. Um, and I guess I could spoil that. Skidmar from Glass Cannon is going to be one of the guests. Wow. <laughs> awesome. um, shocker. Yeah. <laughs> if if I, yeah, exactly shock. I of have course. so much uh, I have so much built up uh, like I've guested on so many of his podcasts like all over the place I feel like I need to bring him on mine um, and yeah a couple of other people we want to try out uh, other people as well perhaps if there's a season two we want to bring in a, a, a fourth person as well just to have a um, <laughs> to just have not Henrik and Astrid actually die um, <laughs> which is uh, pro- because this this system is built for three to four players yeah. so it's a, they're li- being a little nerfed right now but yeah so there's a couple of monsters I'm excited to write in and have like these monster of the week arcs that it's not related to anything it can just you know uh, it could be used for character development but not necessarily you know, we have to go through their entire backstory and flashbacks and all that stuff. We can just focus on how would they react in this situation versus this main plot, so to speak. So I'm excited for that. But I'm not going to reveal anything more. All right. We're going to go ahead and, and kick Anne and Sydney out of the call, and we're just going to have <laughs> Eleanor really give us the lowdown. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but you're going to send us the recording, right? Yeah. Yeah. What we agreed on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> The $50 <laughs> and you send us all the secrets? Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> no, that's, that's tremendous. No, uh, I, I I guess like the, the, the big thing, you know, outside of, of what, you know, we've kind of talked about tonight is just like, I know that, you know, I, I think when uh, you had mentioned that, you know, this was going to be going on, um, 
even further because we got the, the prologue uh, and then there was this kind of like, okay, where are they going? Where are they going now? Are they going to go more? And then there was an announcement at some point that said like, oh, we're going to do this. You know, we're going to, it's going to be coming. So I think uh, that's just super exciting to, you know, to see kind of the growth. And I think Honestly, on top of that, the way that it's been framed up as a prologue, I think, is has been really interesting. I haven't really seen a lot of people do something like that. That was like, yeah. you know, this is kind of the the setup for everything, um, and and that's that's been like a really interesting way to, to kind of kick something off um, right at the gates. So. Yeah. We totally planned that. That was uh -oh. meant to be all along. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think the, the benefits us there. Trying to start. The benefits there are really, uh, and, and you guys create content as well, so you know what happens when you do the smart thing of producing it all and making it all, and then you figure out you didn't exactly like how something like went, but now it's through 10 episodes. Like that, I will say, like we recorded for, for my show Starfound for a really long time. So this that was a very different uh, experience where we recorded a bunch of episodes, like 20 episodes over the course of a year. And then when I was like, when everybody had committed to that, I thought, okay, great, we can put these out now, right? As opposed to what we did was meet up and, you know, put together three pretty strong things, test our equipment, see what we liked, what was missing, how close we needed to be to each other like what else we needed and we did a pretty good job but like i think we all listening back to those three episodes and all the incredible stuff ellie did with them probably it's nice for us to be able to look back on a shorter period and like make those adjustments moving forward so totally. and for ellie me aimed, that's what i'm looking forward to sorry yeah and okay. ellie aimed super high too like ellie is a perfectionist and also really good at a multitude of things. So like we had camera equipment, really nice camera equipment. You know, we were using our stuff and we were gonna make it a show. We were gonna make it visual as well. Um, but thank goodness we realized only after three episodes that that wasn't gonna work at this time with the equipment and the setup that we had. Um, yeah. And we also like, remember the mixer? We like had a whole thing with the mixer we were using. Oh my God, and it yeah. was, we were like sweating bullets on the day of recording because we're like, can we even record? Like we planned so much and now that yeah. it's come down to it, we were having such a hard time with our tech setup and it was like mm -hmm. big eye roll now because it's fine and like it turned out great. But exactly what you said, Anne, at least it was the three, our pilot, you know, our pilot episode with yeah. the budget yeah. we had and the timing we had at that point. And now moving forward, we can like yeah. plan better and set up acoustically what we want and, you know, just make it that much like nicer. Cause like what, sure. what Ellie said uh, in the beginning about like, you know, you lose retention over time. So the more you put out, like you're going to start to find your actual audience as opposed to the people who saw the announcement and were like, I'll give this a shot. You'll find the people who actually want to keep up with it. And the issue, I think if you make too much at once is just that, like, if it's not quite where everyone wants it to be yourself and the audience included, you've wasted so much time. And for a, podcast of a TTRPG show where each session, right, is usually, you know, two hours, three hours. Like, that's a lot of investment of time for a product that's not stellar. So yeah. it's uh, it's especially important when you do longer format stuff to have that sort of test, I think, is something I learned from doing this project. And by the time we decided to do this, we were all like, um, it was in the middle of the pandemic-ish. I mean, it was August when we recorded this and, and uh, we were um, 
I was out of a job. I don't know if you guys were out of it, but like it felt like creatively we were all so stumped. Yeah, this we're, guy we was were out all out of a job. job. I was out of a job <laughs> yeah. too. Um, yeah, and but it was like uh, it was just something that I'm like, even if this blows up in our faces, at least we had we a get good to do time it. with our. F- yeah, like we get. Yeah, exactly. And and then of course I am. Um, my own worst enemy when it comes to these things that I aim very high and then, you know, aim for the moon and land among the stars, um, but, or in the gra- gravitational field of the Earth, and then you burn when uh-huh. you enter the atmosphere. But um, that's that. how it yeah. felt. <laughs> that's the part they don't tell uh, you. Land when in they a cornfield yeah. somewhere <laughs> in Montana. <laughs> exactly. They don't tell you the part. Land among the stars and suffocate because there's no oxygen mm-hmm. in space. <laughs> I happen to know a lot about space. Um, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> That's about the time we have for today. <laughs> That's the no, show. I did, I did want to give um, just, just, I mean, there's, let's do two things. One, um, is there anything else about the show itself from anyone that we haven't asked, but you are just foaming at the mouth to talk about? Yes. You in the back. I have one small thing. I have, I'm so happy you guys didn't say or refer to this as an all-girls podcast because that's not how you refer to... Like, no one ever refers to groups that happen to be all men. Like, this is an all-male podcast, you know? And and we don't intend for this to be an all-girls mm-hmm. podcast in that sense. We're just three we just friends happen to, to be so yeah. women yeah <laughs> so who happen to be women um so i'm very thank thank you for yeah. treating us with the same uh the same i guess respect and uh, conversations you would probably have with anyone who's into this world big world of ttrpgs that's so kind absolutely <laughs> you're so yeah, welcome for sure thank you. <laughs> now we would just I, my friend always says you guys even responded my friend always says, right, it's like, thanks for complimenting me on the base uh, amount of respect I should give any human. Uh, it's a sad world that we live in when that's something you have to thank people for. But it, it like, it, it's, it's funny, but also it's true. So I think, you know, we really do mean it. So thank you. Oh, of, of course. Yeah. It's I'm we've been kind of sucked into the show, um, you know, and it I, I man, I don't even know. Like I just, I would say I'm gonna get myself in trouble here if I talk too much. So I'm gonna be super careful. Uh, <laughs> I just no, don't I worry. just like I, I, I if you are a in, in this community at all, you just and if you if you are hooked in the TTR community at all, you just get swept away in it. Like it's it's. Mm-hmm. That's the story after story after story. And it doesn't really matter who it comes from. If you are in it, it, it you're looking for whatever's next. You know, like there's yep. there's huge players, obviously, Glass Cannon. I mean, their their production. Uh, Paizo's got a ton of different small podcasts that, that are off to the races. And I I would just say that it's... It, Either you're in it or you're not, um, you know, yeah. and and that's kind of been my experience so far. People have only been doing this since, since like February. February we yeah. got like official, um, mm-hmm. but I have been so blown away. I, I've yeah. been playing. I'm probably the newest guy to TTRPGs out of our bunch, and uh, I've just been blown away by the types of people and the vast pool of people that are mm. here. And I, I feel like, um, you know, you watch shows like Critical Role, you watch shows like Glass Cannon, and all of those, like, worldly U.S. local problems just melt away. 
you find yourself like yeah. not even thinking about it really. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Ellie, you just mentioned, you know, a lot of people are out of a job right now. I lost my job uh, at the beginning of COVID and this helps you melt away. Um, you know, it's something that, that is even like putting all your effort into this. Like you said, at least you had a good time. Um, and I yeah. think that that's super, uh, I, I don't know it, at that point, like we're all on a level playing field. We're all sitting around a table, you know, I don't think it means anything other yeah, than that, you know? And I, yeah. And for me, it's like, it's, it's very important. Like, of course, if you're making a show and you want to, you know, for entertainment and you want to do like there eventually politics comes into anything and of course but i think when we're <laughs> sure. at, i think we're all of us at this level even big big players like glass cannon i think at the end of the day everyone was just wants to just have fun and like have a good time with with their friends totally. um and i hope i will stay friends with Anne and sydney <laughs> but we'll see Man, we'll I don't see know. <laughs> there's a blow up coming i can smell yeah. it yep. yeah <laughs> Yeah, and a funeral. Oh. I think <laughs> easy, easy, easy. Oh, uh, I think I think you're right. I think you know the reason. The reason, shameless plug. Uh, I'm Hearth Singer and Hearth Singer Games is because I love the TTRPG community, and we've all found those common hearth fires to gather around and to tell these stories and to share our experiences. And that's why it's been like my you know call sign or my moniker for so long. Plus, hearth singers are just bards, and that's you know <laughs> ten out of ten Anne Richmond bard. Uh, but uh, but yeah, I think it's really important in this time where we again not to get political, but where we feel this huge binary in the world and dichotomy and everyone always just wants to argue and like even just making posts about entertainment it's like the amount that you see someone post I love this show versus like everything wrong with Star Wars the Mandalorian season one (laughs) which like me too like guilty uh guilty Mm -hmm. of being that way from time to time it's just like so there's so many more clicks on things that are about dividing us than there are people focusing on how to come together and games table tabletop games and tabletop rpgs are a great way that people do that and it's amazing that with everything that sucks about this pandemic and everything happening that they have found ways through technology through you know all these different vtts and different platforms to bring people together it's important yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. With that, I'm glad that you were shameless plugging because we definitely want to give you guys a, a couple things. One, huge thank yous for being here with us tonight. This is just uh, an absolute party. Super fun. Mm-hmm. I did that thing where like the vein that I have right here popped out because I was laughing so hard and I really didn't <laughs> want that to show on yeah. camera. Gotcha, but, gotcha. I but saw it's it. still fine. Um, I accept uh, your I veins. Allow... <laughs> It's going to go again. I have to cover it. Yeah, don't think about that I can't too laugh. much, actually. But but I do want to give everybody here a chance to, what are you working on? What are you, what are you, what are you doing? What can, where can we follow you? What can we support mm-hmm. you with? Fire away, blah, blah, blah. All three of you. If, at, if at any. At the same time, so you can't hear any of us. Right. Everyone yeah. yelling yeah. at the same time. Um, Sydney, go ahead. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Ellie. 
Uh, yeah, uh, <laughs> my name is Sydney Emanuel, and you can find me on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, Instagram Sydney Gale. My Twitch is Sydney Gale. I'm about to start uh, Doki Doki Literature Club, new game. Very excited. <gasps> oh, nice. Gonna be That's fun. Awesome. I yeah. love it. Yeah. Uh, and what a ride. Oh boy, I'm. Don't tell me anything. I haven't spoiled it. I don't no, know shit. No, get none. I'm no, yeah, super. I'm not get yeah, none. So I'm playing okay, it tomorrow. I'm gonna follow you on Twitch right now oh, because boy. I need to watch you experience this. It's a <laughs> I'm Great starting time. the stream tomorrow. Normally I stream Tuesday nights, uh, but I'm doing it tomorrow. But anyway, yeah, you can, uh, yeah, find me online, Soccer Mom Sit on Twitter. Uh, I post mostly there and Instagram about what I'm up to, what I'm doing. I have an album coming out uh, soon. I haven't picked the date for release yet, but the it's called A People Person. Uh, so yeah, you can, my music's Whoa. coming out and lots of exciting stuff. Hell yeah. Ellie, you can go now. You can go, Ellie. It's your turn. Thank oh, you, oh, Sydney. Follow her. <laughs> Thank you, Sydney. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, uh, I'm Eleanor, Ellie DiLorenzo or Eleanor DiLorenzo on all social medias, um, Instagram, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and YouTube. Oh, right. Yeah, YouTube. Uh, <laughs> I haven't, I've been on a slight p break because I've been a little sick, uh, but I'm actually coming back on Twitch uh, to finish off Red Dead Redemption and also to play uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. <gasps> And, Bitch! Uh, baking. Wait, you are. I'm gonna bake some more fuck. shit. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me that. Um, I'm so fuck. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. Uh, <laughs> this is how I figure out. Really, this is how I learn <laughs> that you're doing this. I am, um, and um, and yeah, and so I'm excited for, to do that. And obviously, Lost Mountain is coming back in January, which will be my big opus project uh, for over Christmas. Um, yeah, and then oh yeah, and. and where uh, Androids and Aliens is coming back uh, yes. in November. Ten days. And, um, and you should check out, yeah, and I'm going to pivot into Anne as well. Her D&D uh, &D 5e is going to come out uh, as well this week. Yeah. Um, I don't know when you guys are releasing. You're I releasing think it's Wednesday. Yeah. It's, yeah, never mind. So in the past, it's, yeah, it's in the past. It's already <laughs> there. It's already there for you. Yeah. To hold Go you close. <laughs> yeah. Um, and la and lastly, I'm Ann Richmond, a.k.a. Heart Singer, the head bard in charge around these parts. You can find me on Twitter at, at Ann Richmond. That's Ann with an E. You can find me on Instagram at Hearth Singer and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Hearth Singer Games. And you can find me on YouTube at youtube.com slash Ann Richmond. I, I stream on Tuesdays. Uh, Thursdays I have Starfound which we record our podcast on Twitch uh, on that evening at 7pm Eastern then on Fridays I usually play like group games with people right now we're playing The Blackout Club which if you haven't heard it is like the best game ever uh, go check it out I'm not even kidding it's kind of like a cult but like do it I, I'm, now I'm plugging them <laughs> focus on yourself man uh, but uh, that's, that's how I just love it that much um, and then sometimes on Saturdays but on YouTube I put out TTRPG focused videos every Wednesday. Um, things like, you know, how I think character creation should work or could work based on your different um, proclivities or preparing for a one shot or preparing for a campaign and kind of tips and tricks and things like that. And sometimes I just put out a music video because I feel like it. Um, and it's my channel and I can do what I want. Uh, and <laughs> my corner of the internet. And I'm also super excited because I launched a Patreon about four months ago, um, but I have just kind of upgraded my tiers to allow people for the low, low price of $25 a month to get a seat at my table where I will be your GM and take you 
on adventures. So uh, please go ahead, check that out. It's at patreon.com slash hearthsingergames. Hell yeah. I'm going to go there right now. <laughs> yes. <laughs> go there. Yeah, it's, it's I'm super on fun. My way. Yeah, yeah. I'm very excited to build. I'm sorry to like kind of hijack this part, but I'm like, <laughs> I'm super, super excited about all those things we were just talking about bringing people together. I wanted to use my Patreon as a way to bring a bunch of people in to play right now D&D, but we'll expand to other uh, other awesome systems as well, maybe Vassin in the future. Um, but uh, to allow people to come in and, and try a system if they have it before or try new character builds and create a community of people who all enjoys playing together because finding a group can be tough for some people and I think this will only generate more opportunities for people to find people they truly enjoy playing with and you know step away from my table and go form their own hopefully that's like the dream the dream yeah for sure yeah. that no, yeah. well, that's that's awesome. Thank you guys again so much for listeners who have hung on this long and allowed me to probably <laughs> pop my peas too loud. Chance, I'm sorry. Um, uh, for this long, go check out The Lost Mountain Saga. Again, all available on all streaming platforms. Give them an email at hello at lostmountainsaga.com. And then Just also say hi. they can be found at lostmountainsaga.com. For all of their, all of the the backgrounds and how the game and Vassin and great pictures of all of them and it's it's a great place for for a good rundown before you watch the show. But again, thank you guys so much for joining us this evening. Thank you guys. It's been an thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you for having chance. us. Thanks, guys. This is so fun. <laughs> was fun. Thanks Absolutely. for coming. Absolutely. <laughs>